0: Welcome to Stance for Health podcast with Dr. Rod and Karen Wirth, where becoming healthy is not complicated. Control your health by focusing on six areas of life that we teach you so you finally have the energy you want have to do what you want instead of being a victim of your age. I have over 20 years experience working as a chiropractor and Karen is an author, speaker, and longevity coach. We've seen how a tiny change in your habits today can open up your life to a powerful future. Start today and take your stance for health.
1: Welcome to Stance for Health. We're going to talk today about something that's very near and dear to us. It's called postural neurology, and it is what we base our practice on. In postural neurology, The focus is on improving your posture through changes that happen neurologically. And so, your nervous system is what's controlling and coordinating all other systems in your body. And it provides the physical framework for all the systems to resist gravity and function within our environment. So, Dr. Rodney, you have not always had a focus on postural neurology. Can you give us a little background on what sparked that interest so that that's the direction that we go as a practice as a wellness care center?
0: In chiropractic school, I always admired the neuro geeks. actually studied with a guy named Gene who scored higher than anybody else on the exam for not postural neurology, but the diplomate of neurology at that time. So somebody else may have exceeded him. I don't know. But the important thing for me was at some point, someone encouraged me to study neurology a posture after I'd been in chiropractic practice for about 21 years. I think it was mm-hmm. someone sitting close to me, maybe even in the same room, maybe, maybe even my wife. <laughs> yes. We were simply dating at the time. And the focus for me for the previous 10 years had been personal injury, which does involve neurology. I mean, you you have to send people to neurologists because you have to be able to verify their issues, but you're not, we're not really emphasizing posture long-term. It's really more of a short-term gain to keep it away from the chronic state. So now we have people that are coming to us years later, after I've studied to be a postural neurologist and passed the test. Thanks, Karen. You're welcome. And three years into this, we're seeing people that have had chronic issues with their neurology, chronic issues with their posture, and the two go hand in hand and are like bad friends, you know, people that you don't want to have around that have a bad influence on you. I see it in our patients, and I'm delighted to have all the tools Many of the tools that are necessary to make them thirsty for more, to make them thirsty, to allow them to to develop their own thirst for health through good posture.
1: And you really nailed it right there. Health through good posture, because with our lifestyle right now and the way that we are sitting, not only for long periods of time, but we have the head forward posture, either looking down at our phones or our iPads, or leaning forward in the computer, tensed up for hours. And so all of this is causing posture to decline at the speed of technology. Do you see that often, Dr. Rodney? Oh,
0: my goodness. I was thinking about all the different ways that technology Has helped us, but how much technology has hindered us in our posture, in our health, and not the least of which is the simple act of looking down at something or forward with something to encourage the very thing that we're trying to fight against as people who want to live for long periods of time. And a lot of times what we're really saying is not just how long you want to live, but what's the quality of life you want to live while you live it? And it's technology that is not our best friend when it comes to posture, particularly when it comes to the device. But then what the device actually does is emits something that actually damages our brain cells. Plenty of plenty of reasons to to continue. But I think that that's a good start. I've seen it a lot in in practice, to, to be quite honest with you.
1: When we get a new patient and I take over the part of giving him the neurological rehab, I ask them this question, pretend you're in an improv class. (laughs) I want you now to be 100, 110, 120. They look at me like, what? But I used to say 80 and 90, but we'll talk about that later. Pretend that you're over 100 years old. What changes would you make to portray that? And to a person, they pretend they either have a cane or a walker and they lean totally forward. And that's fancy word for that is kyphosis, where you can no longer come back up. The hope for us is that as you learn The techniques that we're going to show you, and particularly in conjunction with going to a chiropractor, you will begin to make changes, not only to the voluntary, because the minute we said posture, he and I, the minute we say posture, we both straighten up.
0: That doesn't everybody
1: though. Exactly. (laughs) But it's that involuntary posture system. And that's what we want to talk about today how do you strengthen that and why is it necessary to do that because the purpose of the brain is to basically create refined movement so it the brain is all those neurons are working together very in a lot of complexity and your brain is craving complexity. It wants you to make those movements. And I don't mean just complexity of learning the next level of that video game. I mean, physically making some of those changes. Dr. Rodney, let's talk right now about what difference a power pose will make. Because that is an amazing experiment that they've done of what actually happens in the brain when someone takes a power pose. Now, a power pose—how would you define a power pose, Dr. Enning? Superman. And I'd say Wonder or, Woman,
0: or Superman, or or some sort of heroic character.
1: So describe it. What? Why is that a power pose?
0: The essence of it is your anti flexor dominant posture. Chest out means that you're actually to some degree, extending muscles, which stimulates the vestibular system. The vestibular system stimulates extension. You're stimulating for the better, the posture powerhouse of the brain stem. Yes. This is the front side of your brain. And so toward the back where the spine meets it, you have the medulla oblongata and then the pons located right above that. And you got all these plug-in points from cranial nerves that we'll talk about. The beauty of that is that when you're striking this posture pose, you're actually stimulating those areas consciously, but having an unconscious effect.
1: So you're telling me that by simply standing up straight, being either Wonder Woman or Superman, I am making neurological changes?
0: Yes. You're not just making neurological changes. You're making changes in your endocrine system, changes in your hormone, because converse is true is if you sit slunched forward and you in a dark room and whatnot, what you tend to see is dopamine dominance, too much dopamine. In other words, less of the happy hormones. You're getting some stimulus, of course. Yes. But overstimulation is a bad thing. So what I'm really saying by that is this actually helps to stimulate serotonin. It actually helps to stimulate growth hormone. It actually helps to stimulate even insulin, mind-blowing posture, just standing there and owning it like, like you're proud to be a child of God. How about that? Let's just say that.
1: I love that. And the one that you didn't mention, of uh, that long list Is that it also decreases cortisol? Mm. Why is that important, Dr. Randi? Well,
0: cortisol is have us have us give us a tendency to have midsection fat because cortisol is happening as a result of too much stress, distress in the adrenal glands, and overstimulating that, the body has a tendency to want to hang on to fat because it's in fight or flight mode. So it's almost like to some degree, let's store up some fat here so so that we can get away, uh, so not, You know, so we can get away, but it, that's only designed to be for a few minutes. But, but then when the body says, I don't need that, the, it actually turns quickly that all that extra energy, glycogen reserves and things like that starts to convert easily to fat.
1: This is mind boggling and yet so true. And think about our children. Yesterday, we had the brother to one of our patients sitting in the waiting area, and he was so close to getting all his electronic privileges taken away (laughs) because he was insisting on getting on his mom's cell phone. Fortunately, he doesn't have his own. I'm really proud of her for that. And she also had this goodie bag with like 10 different things that he could do. And yet he wanted that cell phone so he could play that favorite game on there. And so I said, hey, come here. And I put him on the vibration plate, which is part of our neurological rehab. Mm. And he instantly stood up straight, started grinning, And he was transformed from this slouching preteen. I mean, I think he's only like seven or eight, but he reminded me of a teenager. And he was like, I say, one, he was just like one teeny step away from getting his privileges taken away. And then he turned into almost instantly this giggling, uh, I'll admit loud. We didn't have any other patients at that time going on the vibration plate. So what happened there, Dr. Rodney?
0: I was just enjoying listening to you. <laughs> she was so right. I was in the other room and I was like, what a transformation because you could see the nonverbal when someone's unhappy, they're unstimulated, they're or they're overstimulated and they're looking for sti- the, the wrong stimulation, they're looking for pleasure. and that's the dominant uh, dopamine. Hearing that from a distance, that was just like textbook dopamine, exactly what we're talking about. But what I loved about it was hearing from a distance the intervention to this kid that didn't know he was addicted to a device. And there's good reasons for that. It's a little bit like being addicted to getting your head punched seriously, because it's opening the calcium gated ion channels of the mitochondria, just like a concussion does to have a device like that. So close to you is, is a little bit like let me just stick my head in the microwave for a while. And a lot of fo- it, it's the research is out there for it, folks.
1: And yet it's become so much a part of our children's development. I, I mean, I've learned when I first got a smartphone, I learned how to to go from picture to picture from my two-year-old grandson. Mm. It, it's just amazing because on the plus side, they are so comfortable with it. But on the other side, what we see is danger ahead for us. Mm -hmm. And so we want to start training you and teaching you things that you can do for your kids and for yourself. So posture breaks, number one, posture breaks, every 20 minutes, stand up, do the opposite of what you were doing. So give us a little more detail on that, Dr. Rodney. Mm,
0: So glad you mentioned that from the, the concept of first of all, from a place of Grace, all of this needs to be empowered by grace. You can't do this on your own. I think a lot of it has to do with why we all sit up when someone starts talking about posture is because that's what our parents told us to do. Sit
1: up straight.
0: Years ago, right? <laughs> so taking a break literally means to, in essence, relax, right? And and relax, but in a in a way that makes sense to your nervous system, in extension so to stimulate extension st- <laughs> stimulate in other words don't sit forward and tilt your head to one side to stand up and take your eyes off of a device because that's hyper intense blue light focused blue light it's it's not good for your the part of your brain that actually stimulates good posture right so taking a posture break literally means to get away from what you've been doing like karen said and do the opposite look at bright natural light look at the complexity of creation don't look at the complexity of a problem before you <laughs> look at look at something that someone created and that's I think that epitomizes a posture break.
1: Absolutely. A posture break is standing up. If you've been hunched forward, raise your hands and look far away. So that's number one. The second one I want to tell you to do for your children and for yourself is give them two to three hours per day of play. And that means you turn off the TV They're not on the devices. If you have any sound in the background, let it be music. And there's research that classical music is the best, but play, imagination, something that they can do, non-structured play, and then also some time outside. Because that play in the outside is what is so critical. I remember we have four grandsons that are pretty much out of the nest, And they came back and took a picture all together. And they went back to the park where we spent hours and hours and hours. And I was remembering how wonderful that was that they got to be outside in the sun. So you're also getting good input from that but they were just being adventurers going through the jungle of the weeds and jumping off this huge fake stone, but they remembered it so vividly. So that part of the imagination is so important. What do you think about that, Dr. Rudd? especially love, when it comes to kids? Well,
0: first of all, I want to honor you for the knowledge that you have in this area, because she actually didn't just stop with her degree in Christian education. She continues to be interested and stirred by education and things that actually help us to learn even as adult children. We all need to, to re- remember that the, uh, we were co- created to learn. We were created for complexity. And I just think that's fantastic. So uh, rephrase Thank the you. question again. Was it about being outside? Is that The
1: importance for children to have... Unstructured playtime, fun time, and especially in a green space.
0: Absolutely. The brain develops better. In other words, you're going to have some brain development deficiencies that you'll have to go back and correct later and do a lot of this neuromuscular re-education after the fact. Now, it's not impossible to, to reroute some of these things, but the commissural, neurons, in other words, where we oftentimes hear about those crossing patterns between the hemispheres, they develop better in that environment, what Karen's talking about. It's actually known as the corpus callosum. And as you look at the hemispheres and you divide those, you can actually see it right here. This arc-shaped entity is a bunch of bodies of a collection of of neurons, the neuron extensions between the hemispheres. Isn't that something?
1: Yes. It's how they, how they communicate back and forth. That's right. The third thing that you can do to improve your health is consistent exercise every day. And we do high intensity interval training. Tell me, Dr. Rodney, what is happening to my neurological makeup As I do consistent exercise, 20 to 30 minutes per day.
0: My goodness. Well, what's happening at a biological level clear down to the DNA is that you're actually, first of all, stimulating DNA, mitochondrial DNA to lengthen telomeres, which lengthens your life, by the way increases your quality of life but it also helps to increase the number of effective mit- mitochondria in all cells so it's not just affecting your res- respiratory and cardiovascular it's stimulating your lymphatic system which helps clean out all the junk that's developed from the previous day and it actually helps stimulate your immune system something near and dear to all of us i think over the last two and a half three years but the the beauty of it isn't just that it it gives you that sense of euphoria. It's also that it helps to create a a hunger for more. And And if you're doing something with complex motion, it's actually stimulating the junction between sensory. In other words, the idea of where am I in space, with proprioception, the knowledge of mechanoreception, where where your body has to be stimulated. So it has to actually has to respond. And by doing so, you're actually stimulating your body to continue to grow and not get stagnant. And all those areas of the brain light up that you're using. Otherwise, you lose the connection to the outside world more by not exercising as much.
1: Compelling to exercise every day. At the same time, we want to tell you, you don't have to run a marathon. Mm. You don't have to go and lift 250 pounds. In fact, those can be damaging, especially if you don't work up to them and have a hire a trainer to get you to do it the right way. What we're talking about could be as simple as going out for a 20 minute walk every day and enjoy the green space, have sun that's giving you your helping your immune system because of the vitamin D but also just simply speed up slow down speed up slow down and you can time it that will boost your mood there's research that shows that that's also helping your endocrine system mm. and and those hormones all go I love it it's mm. not complicated
0: no, it's not getting to the place where you develop these as a habit creates Almost like it, well, it is a non negotiable. If if in your mind you make the decision, I know this is part of what my total health package is, so that I can be productive in all the other areas of life and family and business, obviously finances as a result of that, just in serving people and spiritual, all of it plays together. And we're not superhuman because you know, speaking on another subject of hormesis we can exceed thresholds too much and damage ourselves. In other words, it's almost like not taking a day off. And what happens to your body is you actually lose a lot of what we're talking about by working it too hard. But the benefits of, of doing this well are astronomical. And so
1: that's where you have it. It's not complicated. That's what we're talking about in Stands for Health. What are some simple things that you can do? You can... Number one, take that posture break every 20 minutes. Set your timer where it goes it's been on.
0: been about that long. <laughs>
1: yes, and, and, and it's about time for us to stand up, but we won't do it. Uh, we, we won't stop. We're going to stop this so that as soon as you finish uh, listening to this podcast, I want you to stand up, raise your hands towards heaven, your head up, and look into the distance. Oh, that's good. That is a non-negotiable. If you, you say, I don't have time, I'm telling you, you, when you get back to whatever work you're doing or whatever game you were playing, it will go better. The second one is you want to go outside in some green space. You want to enjoy something, an imagination. Do something with your imaginations. Be like a kid. Return to that. It could be doodling. It can be anything like that. And just go outside with a sketch pad. That would be a great thing. And the third one is the non-negotiable of consistent exercise. Not a bad word. I'm going to use instead consistent movement. Movement. The best thing you can do is have a partner like this man who's sitting here next to me. Because when one of us doesn't want to do our high intensity interval training we do in our living room, we don't even mention it anymore. And we do it six days a week. And we just love drag
0: it. ourselves to our corners and start doing it.
1: <laughs> That's Simple right. Simple as that. Yeah. And what does this have to do with your brain? Everything. Hmm. Because your posture determines that power pose when you're getting ready to teach. You're getting ready to do something you don't want to do. That's what I was taught as a professional speaker is to stand in your power pose, not necessarily in front of the audience, but before you went out into the audience, stand in your power pose and go, I am so excited. (laughs) And that just sends the message so that when you would walk out, you had that sense of confidence and competence and your brain knew it. So this has been... Stance for Health. We look forward to talking to you next time so long.
0: Thank you for joining us at Stance for Health podcast, where getting healthy and staying that way are not as complicated as you might think. Subscribe now and discover steps and small changes that can increase your energy and open the door to vibrant health and longevity this podcast has been helpful. Please write a review. We'll see you next time.